Welcome. We are so glad you've joined us today. Are you ready for another Bayside Christian Church podcast? Let's get straight into it. Last Sunday as we were worshipping, I think it was the second service with the Holy Spirit encounter, we were singing that song, God of Revival, Pour Your Spirit Out. And as we started to sing, I just felt there was just such a freedom in the Spirit. There was a freedom and open heaven over our church and over our community. And it really, really just stirred my heart. And uh, about five years ago, I preached a message on open heaven. I want to revisit that and just add some fresh revelation to it because probably many of you have not heard this message. It's become a life message to me. And it really was stirred again last Sunday. There's things happening and shifting in the spirit realm. There's darkness trying to overcome our nation, but the light of Jesus will arise as we pray, as we worship, as we live in freedom, as we declare who we are. Have you ever felt like you have a closed heaven over your life? Sometimes you you pray and you think, God, are you really hearing? Things just crowd in sometimes. You feel that God's not hearing your prayers or not responding to your praise and faith. I remember several years ago, I was walking here on a Friday morning in our Friday morning prayer and I was praying and for one of the few times in my life, the Holy Spirit rebuked me in my prayer. He loves us praying, but God just rebuked me as I remember I was walking down this aisle and it's like he almost like an audible voice, he says, don't you ever pray like that again. I'm thinking, what did I say? What did I do wrong? And he says, don't you ever pray for an open heaven again because I've already given it to you. And it was like a lightning bolt from heaven got my attention and I've never, ever forgotten it. So from that day to this, I live with the reality of an open heaven over my life, regardless of what darkness or pressure or situation is around me, what regards what other people are saying, there was a faith grabbed my heart to live in that reality and I've lived like that ever since. Doesn't mean I don't go through challenges. Yes, we do. But I live with a reality that we live under an open heaven. You're saying, what's that look like? Mark 1, 10 and 11 says, Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. I remember when I went to Sunday school and and, uh, we had all the Bible stories and some of you remember you used to get the nice pictures as well as the stories and some of you were Sunday school teachers or uh, kids workers and I remember seeing the picture of these nice fluffy clouds just parting a bit and there was a light of heaven coming through and shining on Jesus as he came out of the water. That's the picture I've always had in my mind but when I read this scripture And when God grabbed my attention that morning, it's never been the same. Because that word for heaven opened is actually a violent tearing of the heavens open. It's not a nice little parting of the fluffy clouds. God was breaking into all of humanity on that day and it's shifted everything ever since. That's what it means. Jesus saw it it torn open. What had been promised for centuries had come. But no one expected the heaven invading earth through the humility of a man, the Son of Man, the Son of God. The heaven's opening at Jesus' baptism was not that simple part in the clouds. It was a violent act, first represented by Isaiah when he prayed in Isaiah 64.1, Rend the heavens and come down. Tear open the heavens and come down and visit your people. 
An invitation we'd made on behalf of humanity and God had answered in person. Tearing open the heavens was in itself an act of ultimate grace and glory, resulting in spiritual forces of darkness suffering serious consequences. The heavens had been closed most of the time during the Old Testament for the average people, with some prophets and leaders having an open heaven with God, such as Moses, Isaiah, Ezekiel, and a few others. But most people, they just did their sacrifice and hoped that God would hear them and, and receive and help them. That's how people lived in Old Testament. But when Jesus came to earth and then was baptized and heaven was torn open, this was the beginning of a whole new adventure and reality for us to live in. Way too many of us live with an Old Testament mindset instead of living with new covenant reality in the freedom of the Spirit in Jesus' name. Matthew uh, 27, 51 says, At that moment, this moment was when Jesus died on the cross, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. That is the same word that is used for tearing open the heavens. That one word is only used three times in all of Scripture. First one was when heaven was torn open. Second one was the curtain was torn from top to bottom. It says the earth shook, the rocks split, and the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. Well, that would have been an amazing journey, hey? The kids come home from playing in the park. Who'd you meet today? I met Abraham and Moses, Elijah. Stop telling stories, Johnny. No, it was really him. That's what happened. We read these nice stories and put a religious framework, but this was reality of what was happening in the supernatural and the natural. When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, surely he was the Son of God. The most dramatic few hours ever on earth. The word for open in Mark 10 means to cleave, to split, to tear or be torn. It's the same word that's used to describe both the veil and the temple being torn and the rock splitting open at Jesus' death. The only three times it's used in all of Scripture. As heaven and earth shook as a witness to the injustice of that event. One so perfect, dying for those who deserved to die. The Son of Man, Jesus Christ, is now clothed with heaven, thoroughly equipped for all His earthly purposes. This was a prophetic foretaste of what would soon be available for every believer. The veil in the temple, the rocks around Jerusalem, and the heavens all experienced the same powerful act of breakthrough from God. Folks, this is, this is powerful. This is why when, when I had that encounter, I then searched the scriptures and God took me on this journey and showed me all this about five or six years ago. It's a life message that I carry. The veil in the temple. God was not now tied to an old covenant anymore as the requirements had been met through Jesus' death. It was torn from the top to the bottom and it was quite a number of meters high, clearly showing this was from God. 
Now you and I can access God's presence every day because of the finished work of the cross. That's all we can worship and pray and know His voice and direction every moment of every day because the the veil, the old covenant has been torn away and we live in freedom. That is so powerful. And let us live not like Old Testament believers. Let's live in the reality of the freedom of what Jesus has purchased for you and I. The rocks... The hardest places on earth were responding to the change in seasons, splitting open to signify that Jesus, the King of glory, was welcome to come and rule here. No mind or no heart is too hard for Jesus to break through. I want to encourage you. Those people and those really who think they will never come to God. Hey, you've got to realize how powerful our God is. He can break through the toughest mindset. He can break through the strongest bars of offense and unforgiveness. He can break through the strongholds of abuse and shame because He is Lord. And as we make room for His Spirit, just like He demonstrated, He can break through the hardest things that have held people in darkness. I want you to have fresh faith for those who don't yet know Christ. Come on, let your heart arise because our God is able to break through the hardest things in this world and He can break through and turn our human heart. And we need to believe for that with all of our souls. Also the heavens split open. The prince of the power of the air, which was referred to as Satan, had no authority over Jesus who would be the prototype of every believer who would walk on the earth after his death, resurrection, and ascension to heaven. The Prince of Power cannot hold back your prayer and your praise. He can maybe try to hinder or divert or distract, but let me tell you, he cannot stop it because we live in the risen Christ who has already broken open the heavens. Don't believe the lies and the schemes of the enemy saying God doesn't hear your prayer because you've done this or you haven't done that. This is not a religious works. This is a relationship of freedom in Jesus Christ, the new covenant. Let your hearts arise. Come on, God wants to stir our authority and our freedom in our lives because this is what he's paid for on the cross and rising again. Heaven was open when Jesus was born in Bethlehem. What happened? Luke 2, verse 9. An angel of the Lord appeared to them And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. Heaven just got opened to testify that Jesus had come. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Jesus came from heaven and invaded the darkness, sin and hopelessness of humanity on earth. And the angels and all of heaven opened. And these shepherds were thinking, whoa. It was midnight, dark. And here all of a sudden the sky is full of the light and the glory of God. You can imagine they were just absolutely stunned. And the angels spoke to them. And then they ran back to town. And it was was the middle of the night. And it said they ran down the street shouting and knocking on everyone's door saying, come on, you've got to get out of bed. This is the greatest news ever. People say, shut up, John, I'm trying to sleep. You can imagine the chaos that went on. That's what it said happened. 
We read these nice little stories. But that's what Acts chapter says. They ran through the streets yelling out the good news that Jesus the Messiah had come. They said, you guys have just had a bad dream. I said, no, this is truth. So when Jesus was born, heaven was open. Heaven opened when Jesus ascended back to the Father. Acts 1.9. After he said that, he was taken up before their eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Wow, we look forward with excitement that Jesus one day is coming back in the clouds. It says he will stand in Jerusalem. That's why Israel and Jerusalem is the focal attention of the world. That's why there's so much conflict and strife continually. And numerous leaders have tried to find peace over there. They will never find lasting peace until Jesus comes back. That's why the devil and the forces of darkness and evil are always fighting and causing strife over there. You can look with it and think, well, why don't they just get on? Some of the people want to, but the devil keeps stirring strife because he knows this is where Jesus is going to come back. He reads the stories. He's read the prophecies. There'll always be strife. It says to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for those in that area because that, that is a focal point of God's time clock. And we need to see that he is going to come back in the clouds. Luke 24, 49 says, I am going to send you what my father has promised, but stay in your city until you've been clothed with power from high. So before Jesus left and went back to heaven, he said, 40 days after he rose from the dead, he said, you must stay here until you get the power. We've just celebrated Pentecost. Number four, heaven remained open in a very powerful way when the Holy Spirit was poured out on the day of Pentecost. Ten days after Jesus went back, heaven opened again and the Holy Spirit was poured out and the world has never been the same again. Acts 2, 1 to 4 says, When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven. Heaven opened again now over the believers in the church. That's why as spiritual believers, life's never the same. This is what happened. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Wow, heaven opened. The power of the Spirit was poured out and is still available for every believer today. They spoke in heavenly language. And uh, Jesus paved the way for this experience to become our experience. The Holy Spirit, the treasure of heaven that Jesus and the Father spoke so reverently about has been released on the earth. God wants us to be led by the power of the Holy Spirit. Because I find when I speak in other tongues and I'm led by the Spirit and I move in His fruit and gifts, I have an open heaven around my life. doesn't mean everything's perfect because the enemy contends and other people don't understand. But let me tell you, we live with an open heaven when we live and walk in the life of the Spirit. The supernatural breaks through. The natural and heaven can come and salvation and the gift of life and healing can be released. Stephen saw an open heaven when he was martyred for preaching about Jesus. The first martyr after Jesus went back to heaven. Acts 7.54, listen to what happened to him. 
When the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they were furious and, and gnashed their teeth at him. I'm not sure what gnashing of teeth sounds like, but it was obviously they were pretty upset. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and he saw Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Wow. What did he see? He's about to be martyred for his faith, preaching about Jesus, and he has a vision of heaven where he's about to go. And he saw heaven open and Jesus standing beside the Father in heaven. Even if you get persecuted for your faith or life gets tough, let me tell you, you can live with an open heaven. Thankfully, not many of us in Australia have had to die for our faith. I pray that that doesn't come. But we need to realize we live under an open heaven. Acts 9, 3 to 4. Paul, Saul, who became Paul, had an encounter with an open heaven. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell on the ground and heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? A light where from? Heaven flashed around him. Knocked him off his donkey or his horse or his camel, whatever he was riding. He gets physically blinded for three days and in those three days his spiritual eyes are open and he sees heaven and it changed his life and he preached out of that for the next decades and shook the whole known world. Let me tell you, when an open heaven's over your life, you're dangerous, you're armed and dangerous in God's hands. There's way too many of us Christians live nice comfortable lives and don't want to offend or unsettle anyone. Let's live lives of grace and love and, and fruit of the Spirit, but we have got to rise up and live in the freedom. I read what the disciples did in the book of Acts. Mate, the, the Western church today is way too comfortable. I've been on enough missions trips to see what God can do when we get amongst a group that will pray and seek God and step up and believe what they're going to do. And I think, God shake our nation and he's, he's allowing it to happen but God we got to arise because we carry the life of the spirit this is a challenging message it's an inspiring message but it's a shaking message for our lives it's a prophetic message that God has given me <clears throat> for our church and wherever I preach this some amazing things happen I preached this the last I went to India a few years ago and as, I'm pre as I get up to preach, there's about a thousand people in this big outdoor tent at a pastor's and leader's conference. It was Sunday morning and I'm about to speak and all of a sudden my spiritual eyes were opened. It was a sunny, clear sky outside, but I saw this cloud hovering over the, the, the people and there was light coming through the cloud. And whenever that light and the raindrops came out of the cloud and hit people, they would get set free or healed in the crowd. They'd jump up in the middle of my preaching, saying, I'm healed or I'm set free. It's all gone. And I thought, and it went the whole time I was preaching because I saw in the spirit what was actually happening. We live so much in the natural realm, and yet there's a whole open heaven spiritual realm that God wants us to understand and live in. Not to be weird and spooky, but just bring heaven to earth. Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And as I was preaching, I said, Lord, why doesn't this happen every time I preach? I'm not sure why, but he gave me a foretaste of what God's up to 
when you're sharing with someone, you're bringing light into the darkness of people's minds and hearts and souls. When we pray for someone for healing, you're releasing the kingdom of heaven into the brokenness of people's souls. God, help us to see the power of what you've called us to do. Peter experienced an open heaven that changed his life. He was praying. It says, Acts 10.9, The next day around noon as Cornelius' men were approaching Joppa, Peter went up to the flat roof of the house to pray. He was hum- hungry and wanted to eat. But while lunch was being prepared, he fell into a trance and extended into another realm. As the heavenly realm opened up, he saw something resembling a large linen tablecloth that descended from above, being let down to the earth by its four corners. As it floated down, he saw that it held many kinds of four-footed animals, reptiles, and wild birds. A voice said to him, Peter, go and prepare them to be eaten. Peter replied, there's no way I could do that, Lord. I've never eaten anything forbidden or impure according to our Jewish laws. The voice spoke again, nothing is unclean if God declares it to be clean. Wow, just destroyed all of his religious mindsets and the old covenant ways. The voice, then the vision was repeated three times because Peter was just spinning. I just can't believe this. Is this really you, God? Then suddenly, the linen sheet was snatched back up into heaven. And for those who know their Bible history, that was the turning point when the gospel was now released and Peter and others started to preach it to the whole world instead of just the Jews. When an open heaven experience happens, whether it's just a glimpse or a revelation or it's something powerful happens, it will change the direction of your life and you will live with a new sense of freedom over your soul. And some of you, when, when you got born again, you had the, just the light and the presence of God came and there you live in an open heaven. The devil tries to steal it and rob it from our hearts and lives. Let's wrap this up as the worship team come. We have an open heaven spiritually and are seated with Christ in heavenly realms. This is for us. Ephesians 2.6 And God raises up with Christ and seated us with Him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. I believe every believer has an open heaven through the finished work of the cross. So how can I have an open heaven in my life? If you're a Christian... Most times that you feel like you have a closed heaven, it's in our thinking and in our reasoning, not necessarily in our spirit and our faith. The enemy will try and swamp you. Darkness can cast a long shadow, but in Christ we live in the light. Worship and pray until you experience the open heaven over your soul. We can't let darkness shape our awareness of the heavenly atmosphere that dwells upon us. The size of the open heaven over us is affected in some measure by our spiritual maturity and our yieldedness to the Holy Spirit. So I want to ask you a question. What are you most aware of? Jesus and an open heaven, or are you more aware of your sin, your shame, your darkness, your evil, and what you're not? It's what we focus on will determine what we live in. Remember those old car radios that you used to have? had to manually tune in to avoid the static anyone remember those maybe some of the older people had transistor radios and and if you didn't get it right on the station you get static it would cut in and out and just terrible noise and it was just you end up turning it off thinking i just want some good music or some information or the sporting broadcast but you had to tune it in it's the same tuning in to what the holy spirit is doing train yourself to hear and see in the holy spirit of god Let the Word fill you. When you pray, believe, and you will see in the Spirit. I remember when Sharon preached last Sunday, and uh, Mary Lynn came to the Lord first, and then Sharon came uh, a 
couple of months later, three months later, three weeks later, was it? I remember the first or second week Marilyn was praying and she had a vision of her sister standing beside her worshipping and surrendering. She saw it in the Spirit about two weeks before it actually happened. And God wants to show us things in the Spirit because what you see in the Spirit, you can have. It's yours. It's ours. It's not just to be a pipe dream. It's ours. There are TV. Do you know right now there are TV and mobile phone signals filling this room? There's thousands of them just scooting across the area, but we're not aware of them. It's like your mobile phone. You've got to have your mobile phone tuned to the signal frequency and then you can get the message. You can download stuff. Our spirits need to be tuned in to the spiritual signals that God's sending us all the time. I'm amazed. That's why I worship someone say, Lord, open my eyes to see what you're really up to today and he'll give me a feeling, an impression, a of scripture or a thought and I start to see or feel in the spirit realm beyond the natural you don't become weird or spooky it then flows out of your words and your heart I want to encourage you don't settle for what you've got we just got to tune our spirits a bit more clearly so we're not getting static and hearing it off and on God is still invading the darkness and the pain in this world His presence manifests through His people and His church God wants you to carry his presence. Let's stand in His presence today. Malachi 3.10 says, Bring the whole tithe in the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing there will be not be room enough to store it. The more I read the Scriptures, I see open heaven everywhere. That's why when you live a generous life and keep sowing into the kingdom of God, and blessing people and sowing into our church and, and missions and whatever. And God says, I'll pour out an open heaven over your life. Doesn't mean it won't be tested because the enemy will contend with you. The human mind ourselves will fight you, but you've got to be led by the Spirit and God will help us. This is an unfolding journey for me and I am so hungry because I just know God's going to open up. The spirit of revelation is a sign of revival. Thank you for joining us. The Bayside Christian Church community aims to transform our city and beyond with the life and power of Jesus Christ. If you want to know more or just keep in touch, check us out at www.baysidechristianchurch.com.au or follow us on our social media sites at Bayside Christian Church.